I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Hello, and welcome back to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast, episode number 98 all about wedding party gifts, what to give your wedding party and what not to. So when I'm talking about wedding party gifts, these are gifts that you would give out to your bridesmaids, groomsmen, maid of honor, best men, people of honor, best crew, attendants, ushers, ring bearers, flower kids, whatever, all the people who are part of your wedding party, who might be standing up with you at the end of the aisle, who are possibly walking down the aisle, who are going to be in all your photos, the ones in the matching or coordinating outfits, you know, those people. (laughs) Typically, the couple will give out gifts to their wedding party, either the day of the wedding or the day before or something like that. And it's just to say thank you so much for being a part of our wedding, for supporting us, for all of the time and effort and money you have put into our wedding day for being there for us. So I am going to get a little bit controversial in this episode, a little bit spicy, because if you Google wedding party gifts or bridesmaids gifts or groomsmen gifts, I hate almost everything that Google is going to tell you to get. I firmly believe that um, general wedding party gifts are trash and no one actually wants them. And I know that is very mean. And perhaps if you run an Etsy shop that makes custom cozies, you're really mad at me right now. I totally understand. And uh, I'll say this again at the end of the episode, but you know, you do you. You know your friends best. If you truly think everyone in your wedding party is just going to go bananas over the candles you got engraved with your face or their face, and it's just going to be the best thing ever, then go for it. 
but I'm going to share, in my opinion, what I think um, will make actually really nice wedding party gifts and what won't. So let's start with the negatives. Things to not give your wedding party. So first of all, again, like I said, we're getting a bit spicy. Um, don't give people trash. Don't give people trash that they don't want. Uh, I'm talking cozies. I'm talking tumblers. I'm talking tissue packets, um, jewelry boxes, hangers, um, oh God, I don't know, bath salts, crap like that. Crap that you would find in like a gift basket that you're like, yeah, okay, fine. And I know, I know there are people out there who friggin' live and die for cozies, who couldn't be happier to get a tumbler, who love candles, who love bath salts, but the odds are most people do not love these things. No one really wants them. It kind of sucks. And again, the wedding party gift, you know, you're not trying to change their life with this gift. You're not like you know, buying them a trip around the world or a private jet or anything like that. This is just a small token of your appreciation, but let's try to make it something that the members of your wedding party, your friends, your family, your siblings, your cousins, whoever's in your wedding party, something that they would actually want and that they would use. And it's not just something you bought, um, you know, really cheap at the dollar store or something like that. That's not to say you can't do this on a budget. I'm going to give you some budget ideas as well, but let's try to leave all of the like tat, the things that just take up space, the things that are going to end up in a garage sale or at the bottom of a donation bin in six months. Let's leave those things out of it. Another thing you should not give your wedding party is a bunch of stuff with the your name, so the couple's name and wedding date on it. Because why? People don't want that. <laughs> like I've seen people, and this often happens a lot with wedding favors, not so much wedding party gifts, but I think it should be said. Um, the couple will give out like picture frames or notebooks or calendars that have their name, so the couple's name and their wedding date on it. And it's like, okay, that's great. That's probably really meaningful to you. But why do I want Chad and Angelica October 16th, 2020, um, a picture frame in my house? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want that. That's so strange. Um, so be really careful, you know, if you get into a big Etsy hole of putting your name and date on everything. Um, average people who aren't you or your partner or maybe your parents probably don't want your uh, wedding date and your names emblazoned on a bunch of gifts. I will also say in the same but similar category, don't give people stuff with their names on it. Again, I know there are probably people out there who really love this, but in my opinion, sorry, getting spicy here. Unless you are a 12 year old, you probably don't want um, a cup with your name on it, a jewelry box with your name on it, a, I don't know, mouse pad with your name on it, a sweater with your name on it. It's just a bit weird. Um, personally, I had to order a keychain the other day because the one that holds all my keys together broke. And for some reason, none of the like little drug stores or convenience stores around us sell keychains. So I had to buy one online and I was like, oh, let me buy one on Etsy, you know, I'll support a local maker. And all of them had the option to engrave the keychain with like a word or a date um, and all the examples were names. And I was like, why, why do I need my keys to have my name on it? That's so weird to like buy myself a gift with my own name on it. And I think it would be just as weird to receive. Um, I don't think any of your wedding party members are going to be mad at you. No one's going to look at the gift and say, Hey, this is crap. No, thanks. I'm just trying to help you. If you want to elevate your gift giving, if you just want to give people something that they're actually going to love and enjoy, uh, don't put your name on it. Don't put their name on it. Just skip the whole name engraving process. Again, to me, that seems more of like a 12 year old birthday kind of thing. <laughs> Sorry. Again, we're getting very controversial and spicy here. I understand if you don't agree, I appreciate you for still listening. The next thing you don't want to give your wedding party is something that you're forcing them to wear on the wedding day. 
Again, we're getting controversial. I'm sorry I'm saying it so many times, but in my opinion, if you are giving your wedding party a gift and it's something that you are forcing them to wear on the wedding day, that is not a gift. It is about your wedding aesthetic. And especially more often than not, it's something that the wedding party will not wear beyond that wedding day. So I'm talking about giving uh, matching pajamas or matching robes for getting ready, giving necklaces or bracelets or earrings that you want your wedding party to wear on the day, giving bow ties or suspenders or socks. And I get it. You're thinking like, this is going to be so nice. You know, they get to take these things home and they're also going to wear it on the wedding day. But let's be honest, it's about your wedding aesthetic. You want all of your bridesmaids to be in the matching robes for the getting ready photos. You want all of the groomsmen to be in the matching socks for that hilarious photo where everyone lifts up their pants and there's a shot of the socks or bow ties or suspenders, whatever it is. So in my opinion, that is not the most considerate gift because it's not actually about what your, you know, best friend or cousin or sibling wants. It's not something that's actually saying, thank you so much. Here's, you know, how much I love you and appreciate you. I wanted to give you this token to say, thank you. Here's something I know you're going to love. It's here's something that's going to look great in my wedding photos. And oh, bonus, you get to take it home. But nine times out of 10, people are not going to be wearing those things again uh, after your wedding. And of course there are exceptions. There's people who love bow ties, who love socks, who love jewelry, whatever, but odds are they're probably not going to wear it again after your wedding day. I've been given I don't want to call anyone out. I was given a hanger with my name on it that I've never used. Um, I don't know where it is. I was given flip-flops that I forgot to bring to the wedding. And also like, was I supposed to carry those around with me all day? I was given a necklace that I think I've lost, earrings that I never wear, a bracelet I never wear. Um, I don't even remember what else, probably a robe or something. Just silly stuff that, you know, was supposed to be worn on the wedding day or used for the wedding. And I get it. It's practical. It's useful. But again, it's more about your wedding aesthetic than an actual gift. Lastly, you don't want to give anything that is going to be inconsiderate or insensitive to the needs of your group. So something that comes to mind is clothing. If you have a wedding party of, you know, diverse body sizes, Getting custom, you know, made robes or pajamas can be really awkward if you have, you know, for me, I'm a plus size person. If you're buying really cheap pajamas online that only go up to an XL, that might not fit me. And that's really uncomfortable if I, you know, can't wear the outfit that you're buying for everyone else, or you have to go and buy a special size, or you give it to me and you think it's going to fit, but it doesn't fit. It's just awkward. Um, Something like alcohol. I know that's a really common wedding party gift. Perhaps you have someone in your wedding party who is pregnant and they're, you know, they're not sharing that yet. Or maybe someone sober um, who, you know, obviously is not going to appreciate the alcohol. And unfortunately, with a lot of these things, you may just not know um, what the issue is, right? Like you might have somebody, like I said, who's pregnant and they're not sharing that news yet. Or maybe they are, you know, sober, but that's not something that they share. Or or maybe it's not something they want to share with the rest of the group, right? Maybe you know about it, but... They don't want to tell the 12 other people in the wedding party. So just being really sensitive to the needs of your group and making sure you're not giving gifts that are going to be insensitive. So again, to recap, don't give people trash. Don't give people stuff with your name and your wedding date on it. Don't give people stuff with their name on it. Don't give people things that you're forcing them to wear for the wedding because that doesn't really count. And don't give people things that are insensitive to uh, the group things like clothing or alcohol. I'm coming back with things I promise you can give. Please stick around. I appreciate you being here for this kind of spicy and controversial episode. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so I am back with things you can give your wedding party now that I poo-pooed on all the regular things that people often like to give their wedding party. Again, as I said before, this is a bit of a controversial episode. This is just my opinion. If you are a diehard cozy lover, if your friends live for matching bow ties, totally go for it. But here are some ideas if you want to think a little bit outside the box and honestly just a little bit more um, practically and like real life, this is probably things you would think of if you didn't specifically type in wedding party gifts or bridesmaids gifts into Google. So first things first, give your wedding party something that is personal to their interests. So forget about the wedding. Pretend it is, you know, your best friend's birthday or it's Christmas and you have to buy your sister or your brother or whoever a present. What are you going to get them? You obviously have, I assume, shopped for this person before. You've, you know, attended their birthdays or attended a holiday with them. You bought them a present. What did you get them? If they are close enough to you to be in your wedding party, that probably means you know their interests, you know what they're into, you know their hobbies, their likes, their dislikes. So why not just buy them something that they would actually enjoy and use? I don't understand why when it comes to the wedding party, people get it in their heads that they have to get these like matching gifts for every single person and they have to be one of the things on the list of, you know, 35 best gifts to give your bridesmaids. Like, no, why not just go out, you know, whatever your budget is, 20 bucks a person, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Just go out and spend that money on stuff they would actually enjoy. You know them, I assume, well enough since they're in your wedding party. So just go out and buy them actual gifts that they would like. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that is such a you know wild idea. Um, I honestly think it's so worth it. And yeah, it might take a little longer than pressing like you know buy on twenty cozies. I'm coming for the cozies. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it might it might take a little bit more time, but I think it would be really worth it to actually give your wedding party members things that they would enjoy. Another thing you can give is gift cards. I know that sounds very practical and a lot of people don't like to give gift cards because it feels so impersonal, but they are a really great option. Of course, people would actually use them. You can buy, you know, you can buy like a Visa gift card that's good anywhere, or you can get one for a local restaurant or a shop that, you know, your friend or family member really loves. They're easy to transport. So for example, if some of your wedding party members have to fly in for your wedding, if it's a destination wedding, or at least if it's a destination for them, it's really nice to be able to go home with something as small as a gift card versus like, I don't know, a giant um, vase or candle that you purchase them instead. And one thing I think you should think about is a lot of people these days just ask for cash for their wedding, right? So if you are the couple, the bride and the groom, the bride and bride, groom and groom, however you identify, there's a good chance you want cash for your wedding. You may have even set up a honey fund or some other sort of cash fund registry. So how is that different than giving your friends a gift card? <laughs> it's so funny to me that we, um, you know, have no problem or we do it, even if we have a problem, asking for cash for ourselves for our wedding. But the idea of giving cash in the form of a gift card to our wedding party members as a gift is like, no, totally off bounds. We have to get them something off Etsy that's personalized. But like, wouldn't you hate it if all of your guests got you 
something personalized and weird off Etsy for your wedding, like actually take a minute to sit back and be like, oh man, what if all 150 of my guests showed up with a strange, you know, thing that I've never asked for, a vase, a tumbler, a cozy, a hanger, a candle, a picture frame that had my name and our wedding date emblazoned on it. What would you do? You would go home with like 50 different <laughs> personalized Etsy items, which of course, you know, it's not the same thing. Your bridesmaid is not going home with 50 different items, but it's sort of the same if you think about it. If you want cash, there's a good chance they want cash too. Another thing you can gift is a wedding service. So a really common thing to gift is a hair and makeup service. So if you are asking your wedding party or you're offering for them to get their hair and makeup done on the wedding day, you could gift this service to your wedding party members instead of making them pay for it. Um, if you're not doing hair and makeup, you could also, you know, you could pay for their hotel room, you could pay for a spa service, you could pay for dinner the night before or breakfast or whatever it is. And the nice thing about this is, you know, you're paying for an experience over a physical gift. So it's not something that people have to take home. Um, it's also something they're, you know, they're going to use, they're using it right away. However, it's kind of similar to buying someone, you know, like the necklace they have to wear at the wedding or the shoes they have to wear at the wedding in that it's, you know, it's all part of your wedding day. So this one, I kind of go back and forth on because, you know, it's really nice to have this service paid for. Um, it's, you know, it's great to not have to fork out your own money to pay for hair and makeup if somebody is paying for that for you, but it's tough in that it doesn't always feel like a gift. It can be, um, it can sort of feel a little bit like just another wedding expense. So you may leave your wedding party kind of wondering like, oh, was that the gift? I'm not really sure. Um, and you know, even if it is the gift, they may kind of feel, or you may kind of feel like it doesn't really count since it was more of a wedding item, like another expense of the wedding versus an actual thank you gift. So that's a tough one. I go back and forth on it. I think practically it is really helpful and it's nice. And I have had that gifted to me, but it doesn't always feel like a gift. Lastly, you can do something really personal and really heartfelt and on a budget, literally something as simple as a handwritten card with a framed photo of the two of you is just the nicest, sweetest thing. I got this from one of the brides. Um, I was in her wedding. She, you know, put together a photo of the two of us and she wrote me this really beautiful card. And that was my favorite part. I didn't need the robe or the cup or the hanger or the shoes or the necklace or any of that other stuff. Just the heartfelt card and the framed photo was so nice. So something like that where you can really tell the person how much they mean to you, how much you appreciate their support and, you know, having them by your side on your wedding day. If you are crafty, you can do like a little DIY. Maybe you make them a little, I don't know, a coaster or a print or a whatever, something like that. That sort of thing is so much more meaningful and heartfelt and you don't have to spend a lot of money on it. So to recap, things that you can give your wedding party member that would make really great gifts is of course something personal to their interests, something you know they're going to love and enjoy. A gift card. It's practical, but it's no different than asking for cash for your own wedding. You can gift them a wedding service, though sometimes this can get a bit difficult if it feels like just another wedding expense. Or you can do something really personal and on a budget, such as a heartfelt card and a framed photo. Okay, before I leave you, I just have a few more notes. So like I said off the top, if you love the matching hangers, if you've already put through the order on Etsy for the engraved coasters, if your friends just go gaga for candles, go for it. You do you. You know your friends best. This whole episode, this whole podcast is just my two cents. And that's my dog in the background shaking her bed around adding her two cents. But totally do you. If you were offended this whole time, I appreciate you still listening. 
Um, and this is, again, it's just my opinion. So you do what's best for your group. I do think there's some good ideas in here and things to think about. So hopefully you at least uh, got a little bit of inspiration or, you know, helped change your thinking a little bit. You don't have to spend a lot of money on these wedding party gifts. I think it's very fair to say that no one agreed to be in your wedding for the gift. Nobody said, sure, I'll be your person of honor oh, as long as you get me a really good gift. So don't worry about spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on wedding party gifts. But if this is your situation, if you're saying, hey, we don't have the budget, we can only spend, you know, $20 per person, I think it goes the other way too. You really need to be respectful of your wedding party's budget as well. Um, if you, you know, if, you, if you're asking them essentially to be respectful of your budget, you need to respect theirs as well. There are so many other ways for you to thank your friends and support them and be there for them and, you know, show them how much they mean to you outside of buying them a fancy gift. So some ways you can do that is, of course, don't force them to pay for things. So instead of saying, hey, here's the $400 suit I want you to buy or $300 dress and you have to get your hair and makeup done, it costs this much, you have to buy these shoes. Um, you could say, hey, we're all gonna wear blue. If you have a blue outfit already, amazing. Uh, no need to do your hair and makeup. If you want to, let me know, but you know, it's not mandatory. Wear whatever shoes you have. There's lots of ways for you to uh, make your wedding more budget friendly for your friends and your family. You want to respect their time. Um, just because they agreed to be in your wedding party doesn't mean you own their time or their budget. You cannot force them to attend all the different, you know, wedding meetings you have, throw you a bunch of parties, go to all your parties. There's, I think I've done a whole episode about the kind of rules for a wedding party, but just be respectful of their time. And keep in mind that your wedding isn't the most important thing to anyone else except for you. So it's okay. Your friends are going to have other things going on in their life. And I think a great way to show up for them as a friend is to ask about those things, inquire about their life. Don't make it just about your wedding. So I hope this was helpful. I know this is a bit of a controversial and spicy episode. I also apologize for saying that it's a controversial and spicy episode 85 times in the last, whatever, 15 minutes here. Um, but I do hope it was helpful and it gives you some ideas of things to gift and not to gift your wedding party, as well as just some general thoughts on, you know, prioritizing your friendships and not making it all about the gift. And if you need to buy that cozy, go out and buy it. <laughs> Happy wedding planning. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and a review, follow along so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the show. Remember, you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.